Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So today is a big day if you believe in astrology. It is the official activation of the Lionsgate portal. Would you explain (laughs) to people what exactly that means? So it is said in astrology to be the opening of a rare window between the spiritual and physical worlds. And it takes place. um, It's kind of like this perfect alignment with the sun in Leo and then a couple other constellations. It's the way they line up and it lasts from July 28th to August 12th this year. Every year it's kind of along those same lines depending on the days. Right. And the portal is officially activated today, which is August 8th. And um, it's essentially a chance for you to manifest positive changes into your life and the powers of the universe are said to be strongest right now. Today. Today is the height. August yes, the official 8th. activation is today. So if you're into astrology or numerology or celestial beings and things like that, today's a big day. It's weird that you're talking about that. And as you're speaking, a deer just walked into the Shut actual window. Well, peek around the corner here. Oh my God. Looking right at me. Oh my God. That is a sign. <laughs> It is. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Let me ask you this. I'm I, so happy that I don't have to hide how crazy I am anymore. No. Well, like, I, I you've never hid how not crazy to you. you are. Not to you, I didn't. Oh. Like you've known, but like when I was younger and I was super into astrology and the moon, and I would like lay on our trampoline and look up at the stars. My parents would be like, that's weird. Well, let it's me. being weird. Let me ask you this. What inspired the interest in astrology? I don't even remember. I've been into astrology for like as long as I can remember and just like the stars and, and I would, I was always just enthralled with like looking at the stars and where I grew up in the country, um, it the sky was wide open. And so you could really get a look at everything. And I I just have always been fascinated by it. I was also fascinated growing up by Egyptian culture. And that's weird. I mean, it's not weird. It's interesting because there's a lot of Egyptian culture that kind of ties into like the the universe and and the ancient beliefs. And I don't know, it all ties in. I I don't think it's an accident that I've always been interested in this stuff. So... When you were younger, you were confused when it came to astrology versus astronomy. And oh, well, yeah. Astronomy is actual, the science. That's the physics. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I signed up for an astronomy class my freshman year of college. And you thought it was going to be your horoscope. And I thought it was an astrology class. And I got to class the first week of college and I was like, what the hell are they talking about? Let me, so let me, I didn't, I only went, I only went twice and then I dropped that class. Has your interest waned as you've got older or has it? It did for a while. Cause it was, it, 
you know, it wasn't cool or I felt weird. I didn't have anyone why, why around did, me. Let me ask that, you this. Why did you feel weird? Well, I just was, I didn't have anyone around me who was interested in it. So well, if I talked about it and people around me weren't interested in it, I just, I felt weird. Right. And now I don't care. Well, I think, uh, I'll admit that when I was younger, I thought a lot of people were strange for believing different things, but I don't think like that anymore. I think that a lot, because, because there's, here's what I've learned. I'm, I'm a man of science. You know, I, I, I don't think it, science does not lie, but at the same time, it doesn't explain everything mm-hmm. or offer reasoning. Right. So it's, I mean, we, we're, it, it's limited to what it's limited to our, our mind's capability. Sure. That's all we can understand. And I mean, if you go up specifically thinking of astrology, I mean, if you go back to as far back as ancient history goes, they used the sun and the moon and the stars to predict things, to guide them. I mean, well, it's the, always been part of. Well, they would navigate. Right. But stuff, even yeah. even beyond that, they would try to ex- use the sun and the moon and the stars to explain things that happened. And, but. To, to this point, I don't believe there's any science that has proven it to be real as far as prediction, predicting things or changing you as an individual or your mood. Again, now I'm not saying it's that it doesn't work, but I don't, I think the reason that a lot of people have a problem with it is it doesn't line up. Like when they get up and they read their horoscope in the morning and their day doesn't pan out like that. They think, well, what kind of gibberish is this, <laughs> right? So, is what I'm trying to figure out. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not taking shots at anybody. I'm, I'm genuinely curious. What about it makes you believe that there's anything to it? I just think that the the stars and the moon and the sun are very powerful, and that th- that it does affect how you feel. Well, there's there's nothing wrong with believing that because of, you keep in mind that people who believe in religion are doing it on faith alone. Sure. Because there's no science to back any of that up yeah. either. So, I, <laughs> right. I am I'm a proud, yeah. right. proud, no. proud Leo, obviously. I, I am a, a Taurus. Does that make us compatible or in, probably not or incompatible? <laughs> I don't, I've never, um, I haven't spent a lot of time with like compatibility between the signs. Right. Um, so I'm not sure. I just know like Leo's the best sign. Um, obviously because that's you. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that how it works? No, there's a lot of memes. Like I follow a lot of astrology Instagram accounts and there's a lot of memes about like Leo's are just like, they all think they're, the greatest sign and that they can all, they're, they're all pretty proud. Like the lion is the, you know, the, the symbol for, oh, sure. for the Leo. So right. anyway, I, well, you know, there's roughly 330 million plus people in the United States and 70 million of them regularly check their horoscope out. So there must be, Maybe, maybe maybe it's just something for entertainment. I don't I don't know, but I re, I recall that when I was young, it was a it was a thing in the paper every day. Ah, uh, yes, I think it still is. And uh, I can tell you that the individuals in the church 
that I grew up in believed that it was satanic. Like, yeah, like bad stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did in my Wh- church which too. Which I'm, which I believe is nonsense. And that probably is part of why I stopped talking about is it that, as a kid. Is that, is it really? Because yeah, why? all of that was considered yeah. satanic. I could see that. I could see that because. Uh, well, I think any conjuring or any belief beyond, you know, the Holy Trinity, I think was, was considered taboo. Oh yeah. Where I grew up. Oh yeah, anyway. me too. So it was like, you didn't believe in anything else but that. And I think recent events, uh, with the, uh, with UFO and all that stuff now that is surfacing, all these things that are out there that they don't understand, I think has kind of thrown a monkey wrench, and I use that term a lot, into the beliefs that a lot of people have had for many years because science no longer backs it up. What about <laughs> right? the, the the telescope and stuff too? I mean, all of the that James I think Webb, has yeah. just shed, no pun intended, a new light on our universe and how vast it is. And our universe is nothing. Right. There are like many and many. All of the universes. I mean, it, it's basically, there is no end. I, I, I don't believe that if you just could take off at light speed or even beyond that into space that you would eventually hit a wall. It's just, it's infinite. It just goes forever. There is no end, right? I don't, I don't think that that's a thing. So, uh, I, I, again, I, I'm just curious as to who embrace it. It's like if you were to go to like a, because there's, you could consider it a, one form of spiritual spirituality, right? Right. Wouldn't you? I mean, I just, um, I don't know people, if people astrology who, would be us. It's somewhat spiritual. I, I suppose isn't it? to some extent it would be. Maybe not. Yeah. What's the uh, the expo that makes its way around the country that where the people sell rocks and um, all that stuff? Well, there's a lot of them. I think the one that comes here is, is called the like the Health and Healing Expo or right. the Hope and Healing Expo or something like that. And I'm going this year and I'm going to have like a crystal in each hand and my moon earrings in. <laughs> I am. So again, that was another thing. Like I was always like. I can't say that that sounds interesting because everyone around me will make fun of me. Now I'm like, I don't care. Right. I know you don't, don't but, but I'm just, uh, and honestly, I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering how many people do you think really believe that it has something to do with who you are and how things are going to go for you? Because that's what it's all about, right? It's like, if if basically don't, is, aren't there people who believe that when you were born determines a lot about who you are? Yes. Literally the exact moment. Yes. Correct? So that's not astrology. I mean, well, it is to an extent. That's like the the date range. So what what was what kind of beliefs? So then there's human design. Oh God. Which I'm like newly. I shouldn't say newly because I did my human design chart probably like I don't know like a year and a half ago or longer and didn't dig into it beyond just like what my energy type is. Right. So the, the belief behind human design is that the exact moment and time and location in which you are born, like is it's, I've heard it referred to as a soul map. So it's like when your soul meets your body and it's the energy of space and 
the location and everything that's happening around you when the moment that you're born. Astrology is generally defined as a belief that astronomical phenomena like the stars overhead when you were born or the fact that Mercury is in retrograde have the power to influence the daily events in our lives and our personality traits. Mm -hmm. This, of course, very different from the study of astronomy, which is the scientific (laughs) study of celestial objects, space, and the physics of the universe. Yes, so different. I would love to know who just, who, because this started somewhere. It, it, it started like from the beginning of time. They've used the stars and the moon to predict events or predict outcomes. Or- ha, have, have they actually predicted anything? Or have any of these predictions actually come to fruition? Have, um. That's what I would like to know. We actually know some people that have a better grip on this than us. We do. And I say like I'm interested in it, but I'm certainly not an expert in it. You know, I'm just, I've always been interested and I've started learning a little bit more, but I'm by no means an expert and I wouldn't claim to be, but um, they say they can trace its roots to Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Which is, they believe, the birthplace of man. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. A lot of people do believe anyways. um, Contemporary Western astrology is associated with the system of horoscopes that they say, you know, explain a person's personality and predict events, but um, just like celestial observations and terrestrial events and things like that. um, Signs of divine communications. they've, They've claimed that stars and the moon do that, like all the way back to the beginning of time. Really? So, I mean, it's kind of a long time. <laughs> well, I know that this was a big day for you because you had it on the calendar. That What's the it, Lionsgate portal? The Lionsgate portal. When I think of portal, yeah, I think of a, a, a gateway to another dimension. Well, it's kind of, it kind of is. It's between the physical and the spiritual, spiritual realm. These words are also hard for me to say today. Um, which not, That's another thing that's weird. They say the veil is very thin. Throughout this two-week period between the physical and the spiritual realm. And I actually had someone tell me who is a person who does readings. Right. That she sensed that there was a spirit guide with me. Do you remember years ago, you and I were in studio and we had one of these psychic mediums uh, come into the studio. and, uh, And he was trying to convince me the same thing that there was. I do remember him, but he was like. He was, I didn't get a good vibe from him at all. So <laughs> was he not on your team? No, it wasn't about uh, my well, team. Just it just, I, I, he had bad energy. Oh. I didn't believe anything he was saying. He had bad energy. What makes you believe one person and not the next? Their energy. Is it just a a vibe? Yeah, completely. Uh, I saw a meme this past weekend if I, <laughs> that if you meet somebody and and you get any bad vibes at all, get out. It's a no for me, dog. Right. Well, I believe here's, I will say this, and there is no science behind this, something that I believe in. I believe that you meet people in life who are what I would describe as a kindred spirit, Mm -hmm. right? You have a lot of the same beliefs and you are 
immediately when you meet them and even without really getting to know them, you just know, mm-hmm. right, who they are. Sure. And you, you and you, you try, I think to a certain extent, trust them and to develop a bond with them very quickly. You know what they say that I've heard that described as like your souls recognize each other. That I, I believe that. Like uh, that you've, you know, depending on what you believe as far as this goes, but like maybe you knew each other in a past life or you, right. you, your souls had crossed paths before. So now when you're here having this human experience and you meet someone and feel like that, it's like a, a recognition you, in you, someone. You know what I wish? What? I wish somebody had evidence of something. Yeah. I mean, but you could also just... It's okay to believe. believe. It's okay to believe. You know? Just like guys with Bigfoot, UFOs, the Loch Ness Monster, and all of it. Honestly. Especially if you're not hurting anyone. That's what I say. Like, Like, my interest in astrology is not hurting anyone. No, absolutely not. And again, like I said, there's... There's things, especially I think as you get older in just, and, and you get life experience, you start, you, you, you're less apt to think somebody's crazy because I just think <laughs> there's so many different people that have so many different beliefs. Right. And I haven't, and I've, and I've thought about and when people poke fun at, let's say somebody who believes in Bigfoot or astrology or UFOs or whatever, just remember that if you have a deep rooted faith, that's all it is, is faith. You don't know. Right. Right. So there, anybody who goes to church shouldn't be poking fun at anybody else who believes in anything. Wouldn't it be nice if that was the case? I know, but that's how it should be. <laughs> no, I know. Right. It should be. It so. certainly sounds very nice. But right. Well, I mean, obviously that's not typically how it goes, but be kind. Kindness is free. Well, and just even beyond beliefs, it's just taste and interests. You know, like right. how often when you're a kid, do you like something and it never occurs to you that it may not be trendy or it may not be cool or popular you know, you know what's, until someone tells you it isn't. And then you're like, oh, I shouldn't like that anymore. You know, what's funny is a lot of uh, recognizable figures perhaps you could label them as celebrities. Well, kind of they are, uh, are, are being a little bit more open about this. And I think uh, one that kind of caught people off guard was Aaron Rodgers, the uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback, NFL MVP. The guy's, I mean, he's a stud. I mean, I don't, sure. I don't like him personally because I'm a Vikings fan, right? And he's been a thorn in our side for years. But when he recently talked about a few years ago, he was in South America, I believe, and he had done some psychedelic drugs. And he talks about, you know, how there was, it felt like there was hundreds of hands laid on him and he felt like he was being blessed by ancestral spirits and all of these things. And I was like, this is Aaron Rodgers talking. First of all, the NFL is going to want to have a word with you. There are mushrooms, right? right? Well, I think it, I, I don't know what it was, but it was oh. a psychedelic concoction of something that they had down there. And it caused him to have a, well, a moment, <laughs> if you will. And he's a big believer in the universe and things aligning and people getting to where they are and mm-hmm. where they're supposed to be. So he has a lot of those beliefs as well. And I think there's a lot of people that didn't know that about him. And he thinks that it helped him 
uh, onto his MVP season, which would follow that, that that experience. And he believes it's just made him a better person. That's super interesting. Isn't that crazy? I think it'd be I really mean, interesting to talk to him. Because there's a lot of guys that watch the NFL specifically because it kind of has that following, right? Oh, yeah. Where they're going to be like, that's stupid. That's dumb. <laughs> right. But then you get a guy like that. Give me a Miller Lite. Who I think will, you know, he carry, And that's that's the power of celebrity. I think used it a good way. Completely. Right? Yeah. So he's kind of a, removing the stigma attached hopefully for some young people and, and and perhaps helping them understand that it's okay to approach things with an open mind. I think that like not to go on a Gen Z crush rant, but they're, they tend to be more open. Oh, absolutely. To you, just everything. Well, I think the reason that is, is they have now, it turns out science, <laughs> right, is throwing a monkey wrench into a lot of beliefs with like the size of the actual mm-hmm. just multiverse space. Yeah. Right. In general of what's out there. It's not, we don't have one galaxy, one sun, one moon, one set of stars. We are, I mean, if you think about what we actually are compared to the size of all of existence, we're nothing, mm-hmm. literally nothing. Just dust. So it, we're just little dust. People. It's not, it's not even that we're not even that big. <laughs> I mean, so when you start to realize that and then there's all these things that happen that we can't explain, you know, I think it's they're they're they are approaching things with a, a much more open mind. Right. So if I want to believe that stars that are shaped sort of like a lion. Right. It, uh, whatever. I mean, <laughs> like, seriously. Well, I, cool. but, but I think everybody's got, you know, their own beliefs and good for them. I'm not going to I don't I'm not going to judge anybody or pigeonhole them and call them crazy. No, but there was definitely a time. There where was you a time. Yeah. Probably would have right. had a different. Absolutely. For, a like different opinion. 30, 40 years ago. even. Yeah. But this yeah. all of this stuff that's unfolding now is it's where it is going to be an interesting, I will say, next five to 10 years specifically. Um, I believe there's going to be a lot of things that are going to surface and we're going to figure some stuff out. That's going to about how, like just how we got here, who we are doing here. Yeah, and are we alone? Well, there's a lot of different mm-hmm. things. We'll find out. And then perhaps there is more truth to even the stuff that you're talking about than we, what, what a lot of people ha- had believed. Let me ask you this. So we were watching a show. We actually just finished it. It was called physical on Apple TV and it's amazing show by the way, but she, Um, they reference a couple like kind of self-help people throughout it that are kind of getting into that like meditation, manifestation. Like, was that a thing in the 80s? I remember a little bit of it, but not so much. Again, I I grew up in a very conservative and, and, and the internet didn't exist. And there was three major networks before cable came along. So you got what your parents fed you and, mm-hmm. and your church and your school teachers. That's it. You I pick rem- up the local paper and it was just news. I remember my mom getting into, like she would order the cassettes, you know, that would, and I don't know what they were about, but she was really into um, positive, like uh, quotes and she would have those. Inspirational stuff. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, I'm like, was she into like, mindset i'll have to ask her yeah that's interesting well uh, uh, you know the sober curious movement which was started by millennials 
they say that again and I, we've been down this road before and it's gaining more steam we'll talk about this at another time but the sober curious movement is gaining a lot of steam because alcohol they're obviously this younger these younger generations are finding out how detrimental it is mm-hmm. to your health in the long run but they say that the younger generation will usher in more of the psychedelic type mm-hmm. alternatives to alcohol. Like the psychoactive. Yeah, and the- yeah like the mushrooms, the, the, the cannabis related yep. products yep. and things like that. Because when they are experiencing that kind of a, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, <laughs> a moment, uh, they they think more than right. they, than they don't. It's the opposite it of is the opposite what alcohol of, yeah. does, where it's, alcohol like numbs everything and like shuts your brain off. Well, it suffocates it literally. Yeah. The psychoactives like <laughs> do the opposite. Well, they, and they say like that fire up your brain and you like think all these thoughts. And, well, it allows you to use portions that you would normally not. Yeah, which is right. interesting. I've yeah, never, I've never done mushrooms. Well, don't, don't they say that uh, that that we, like humans, only use about ten percent of our actual brain, or is it less than that even? I'm not sure. There's a bunch of it. That, uh, with, I know we don't. There's know a lot of people that believe we have a lot of undiscovered. How do potential. we discover it? That's a good question. I want to. Well, isn't that again? I always reference Buddhists, but don't they believe that that's what their their goal is in life is to achieve that nirvana? Well, I I know meditation is a huge aspect for a lot of people who have like ascended or gaining like, steam again, um, yeah. where you're shutting down that voice, the like the thoughts, the constant stream of thoughts, right, and just getting to like your subconscious. And like remembering that you're the thinker of the thoughts, like you control your thoughts, which is sounds, it can sound, that can sound like a crazy concept if you haven't dug into like subconscious reprogramming, but it's really powerful. The mind is a powerful thing. It is. And so if you can learn how to use it positively, you're like limitless. If you, and it's funny to hear like professional athletes say that because so many people think that it's you know all about their physical ability. But the physical ability comes from mental strength. Oh, yeah. I mean, it really does. It, yeah. And it's and the, most professional athletes say that their game is mostly nine, nine, about 90%. Mm-hmm. It's all a head game. I hear that from Brett at the gym. He it's goes, all- it's all in your head, man. You got it. You got one more in you. <laughs> he says that all the time. I'm like, and you know what? Often I do. Often you do. Yeah, yeah. Right, which right. is, I mean, beautiful segue, but that's one of the benefits of working with a personal trainer is you do have that person to push you. I've said and this. Push your limits a little bit. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll have a deeper conversation with this again when I talk to John sometime, the, the owner of JP Fitness. But okay, now I, I'm months into this and I will tell people this the benefit of getting a real, trainer to spend time with you is he's going to not only keep you motivated and teach you things, but constantly help you develop. So you don't get bored and you're constantly learning new things and you'll do things that you would have never even dreamed of. Mm-hmm. Right. As far as uh, developing core strength and, and things that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have even thought about doing. Like when I first started working with him, 
and he had me with these resistant bands on and lighter dumbbells and stepping up on boxes and doing all this stuff. I was like, is this really going to do anything for me? Turns out, you know, you get a couple of months into that and you're like, wow. You, I mean, you, when you just, I mean, it's, it is, that's where it starts. Well, right. Cause your core yeah. is your entire metal. It's not, people right. have the misconception that it's your abs, but your core wraps oh around your entire yes. midsection, your it's, entire body, your back and your front and your sides. And so when you can work on stabilizing that from deep inside, yeah, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's, uh, let me tell you, it, it's a game changer. If you're serious about your health and fitness, if you're serious about it, 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 it all starts with a, a discussion. Go, well, that's how they, that's how they'll figure you out. You, you, if you call JP and you set up an appointment, they'll have a one-on-one with you and they'll ask you, where are you, where are you at? Where have what, you been? What do you yep. want to do? Yep. What, where do you want to get? And it's the individual approach with a professional real trainer that will help you. Now they're not going to sprinkle fairy dust on you 30 minutes, right. twice a week. You're, it's going to take some effort on your part, but they'll guide you. Yeah. They will. That's the whole thing. And it's a constant journey. And you've have that individual right alongside of you that is helping you with that journey and helping you along. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. So uh, we, ha- again, we have a link on our website, uh, georgeandjess.com. And while you're there, Check out CBD centers. I've got Matt coming in this week. We're going to talk about some of the new THC products they've got and some of the stuff that's coming because great article in the Minneapolis Star Tribune a couple of weeks ago, how it's now popping up at festivals and you are going to see it in a lot of other establishments as well. I've seen a couple well. of the the tap rooms at yes. breweries in the Twin Cities that are now offering THC infused beverages, yep. um, which like I think and Matt's been doing that for a while. Yes. Like, with the uh, the great water and the jacked and um, so it's just it's it's cool to it see is. these options that are available now for people who are opting away from alcohol and looking for an alternative. The hashtag is game over hangover. Yeah, well, I I, <laughs> I love that hashtag, but I love the one that we saw in Las Vegas more that I am not, not going to say. That is a bit more vulgar, it's, but yeah, it, but it, it's. This good. This is why the younger generation is drifting away from. And ultimately, again, there are a lot of people who believe that they're going to look at alcohol, how a lot of our generation looked at cigarettes. These are interesting times. It is. It's interesting they stuff. Are. It's interesting. So again, we, we have links for both those fantastic businesses on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. You'll find one for JP Fitness there and the CBD centers as well. Tomorrow's our 100th show. Is tomorrow 100 or is Wednesday 100? Um, I think tomorrow is. I can't wait. Now may, you've got me questioning. It may be. It may be. But the, the official reveal of the studio is is ready. Yeah. Tuesday's 100. Oh, it is tomorrow then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, today's 99. Tomorrow's 100. So we'll post a picture. We're going to reveal the big moon lounge. I don't know what we're <laughs> calling it. I keep, I keep calling it something why, different every Why time. did you come up with moon lounge? Because I love the moon. Is that why you call it the moon lounge? I love the moon. I've always loved the moon. And I thought you were going to call it the chandelier room because we I have like this. I like the chandelier room because of our funky chandelier that we had somebody try and tell us to throw in the garbage. I don't know. But we didn't. It's just, it's so cool. You know what? I absolutely love it. We'll give you the rundown and tomorrow we'll post that picture. Yeah, for our 100th episode. So there you go. All right, we'll have that 100th episode tomorrow at 6 a.m.